0: intention is to investigate the universal principles that have equipped our species to seek the treasure of all treasures, self knowledge. Your host, Daniel and Eduardo. This is the Know Thyself Podcast. Awesome, man. Well, welcome to the Know Thyself Podcast. I'm here with Daniel. Hello, I'm Eduardo. And uh, hey, welcome back. This is exciting. We're both in the same place. This is, uh, this is always the
1: best. Uh, you know, it's yeah. fun when we're on like our little adventures, but this is this is
0: our home right here. No, it's so much, um, it's so different when I see you, uh, when we do things over online, while Daniel was traveling, we were doing things uh, in different states, I was traveling as well. But being back here uh, in Arizona or being here at, at, you know, the little studio we have here going, a uh, space is good. It's good to share the space with you, man, because then I can actually, you know, it's what's interesting is when I have a question, I think you already see it kind of coming up in my face. and Or when you're going to say something that I was just about to touch on, it's harder to do that when we're, you know, online. But nonetheless, we still had a good time, you know, talking about our travels and everything else.
1: Yeah. And what a good time to kind of present the fool when we were both kind of taking some steps into the unknown. Agreed. you know, even just our conversation prior to this was kind of talking about that unique experience when you do kind of just approach that world world with almost a little bit of blindness, but also just like curiosity and excitement.
0: Absolutely. Right? Well, when, when any of what we're talking about or studying um, in regards to studying about what we're going to talk later in the podcast about correlates with our lives, it makes it for um, just such an exciting period to, to study and take in information. And even with this episode, I'm very um curious about how we're going to you know interpret certain energies or certain perspectives and in the individual and the process of the self that we keep unfolding with the 12 labors of Hercules and so we've talked about this before and how we're going to intertwine a lot of this uh leading up to the end of the season going into the first or the third season uh, rather but you know going back a little bit we said okay so here we go with the tarot and with the 12 labors of Hercules thanks to with to uh, you know talking to you about this we've been able to sort of match it all up and I think that's really beautiful because a lot of this information can go over a lot of people's heads if they're not ready for it or not wanting to interpret it and I think like again what you're saying with the experiences that we were going through you know the understanding of the of the fool card in that regard really correlated with our lives and so that's really cool so moving into this you know, we talked about doing the 12 labors of Hercules and starting with the first labor. And here we are finally starting with the first labor. And and more specifically, as we break down the first labor through what I've been using for studying is with Alice Bailey's uh, interpretation, you're going to find a lot of things that we're going to present today with regards to this energy, this energy that right. is presented in the first labor, but also the breakdown of that understanding and, and more so a little bit of like a I don't know. I should say, like a precursor to what we're going to be doing with with these energies um, that are expressed astrologically, and within the story, you know, we did talk about the twelve labors of Hercules. How she, Alice Bailey, the author, you know, brings in those those astrological connotations. So I'm really excited to, to you know to talk about that. But with the first labor, man, first labor of Hercules, we'll we'll get into that and move into why she has you know the the eluding uh, month that's about to you know, or the energy that's about to come within us in this month of March, which is Aries, you know, I like that even when you have the myth that she talks about, she's giving you already from the get-go the dates, you know, that this energy uh, affects every individual on this on this path that he right. is on uh, through the 12 zodiacs. And so, first labor, the first of the signs, let's get into, you know.
1: Let's jump into some
0: Aries, right? Head it, first
1: like you're supposed to,
0: yeah. right? Take it away, man. Yeah. Let's do
1: this. So like Aries, you know, like we were just saying, this kind of headfirst energy. And as we kind of approach this, as we look at this first labor of Hercules, which represents Aries, this is also going to unfold the conversation of the first house of the Zodiac and the area of life that that represents. Okay. And then at the same time, we're going to kind of talk about some planetary energy with Mars. Um, and we're gonna kind of connect back to those early episodes we did with planets. And this is actually kind of the setup why we did planets first. It was to kind of naturally unfold the zodiac signs, and those are gonna come next. So we're gonna see this cor- correlation that happens with the planets, and we're even gonna kind of see the deeper connections, like the exoteric planet of Mars and the esoteric planet of Mercury. That's really gonna kind of come in. And we're gonna kind of look at this, at this kind of energy. And so this Aries energy is, is like the birth of consciousness. It's the moment you came to, it's the moment you came online in this reality, right? And we talk about this. We talked about how there's this part of our soul that can't tell when it began, right? There's this forever aspect, right? But then there's a part of our soul that actually turned on in this five sense reality. And we don't know if it, it it kind of felt more like we woke up from a dream or maybe we fell asleep. We don't know, but at one point, we became self-conscious of ourselves. Right. And that's what Aries is looking at. It's just the coming online. It's the initial spark of consciousness. Um, and that's what we're going to really be approaching with this with this story. And it's going to have kind of like a twofold nature. And we're going to kind of talk about this this initial connection to consciousness and kind of what this conscious awareness is. But then also, as we start to go on the spiritual path how we kind of reorientate that that attention of consciousness to kind of go in a different direction, which is going to be a little bit more inward. But again, it's the same energy. And right. so this, this understanding of Aries energy is going to be so important because, again, when we're breaking down the sign of Aries, if you have your sun sign in Aries or your rising sign is Aries, there's going to be aspects that correlate to you. But the big thing we want to kind of talk about is... You know, there's there's so all these astrological energies are playing a role in your development. All the planets are playing a role in your development. Right. Just depends on how kind of concentrated they are in your constitution. So even if you don't have a lot of Aries energy or Mars doesn't have a strong placement in your chart, you still want to kind of understand this because you still have a natural impulse of life. You still have this, this fire of consciousness, which which pure Aries is gonna represent. We, we kind of think about it and we kind of even think about the fire element that Aries is. Right. It's this aspect of cardinal fire. Okay. So it's like the start of fire. This is when we look at the three fire signs we're going to look at Aries, Leo, and Sagittarius. And we're really looking at different kinds of fire. This Aries fire is like a hay fire, it burns really fast, burns really bright, but also burns very quick this is going to be kind of that impulse that we have for life. This is also our survival. you it's know. Very when very mental. What's that? It's very mental. Very right? mental. Yep, it rules the head. It is the, it's like the process of the thinker. And that's that's where actually its role in spirituality is going to kind of come to, of gaining control of that active consciousness. There's going to be a lot of similarities to the first step of alchemy, which was calcination, right? Right. Where that's where we, we really be kind of begin to dominate the aspect of our active consciousness and knowing that it's our god-given right to dominate that energy. And that's what we're really going to kind of see unfold here, but this is this is kind of like this impulse energy. I kind of think of Aries and even Mars as the aspect of like when you put your hand on a hot stove. Right. And it just like immediately reacts, right? So this is this is very much impulse energy. And so we're going to kind of learn to through this spiritual development kind of learn these impulses to help direct us on the path and get us in the right way and almost are those bursts of energies forward into this aspect of self-development and kind of this this movement in toward, inwards, right? Where when our initial reaction with this energy is kind of kind of push our attention outward into form. right? And we're going to kind of see how this was like our first connection with form and this is what we started to understand. And then what's going to happen is at one point we're going to change that that expression and that intention to outward form outward form to more the liberation from form. Yep. And that's gonna be kind of this the more spiritual
0: aspect of this Aries and kind of this first labor energy. Oh, well said, man. Yeah, you know, I think it's it's crucial to understand that marriage between the physical and the mental, you know, during this process of what it's gonna actually do for you. I like how you express how it goes inward and how it goes outward and and in the first labor we see that you know with with Hercules and and how this first labor is executed and how he goes about you know this triumph but also this sort of recognition of what was maybe missed during the process i'm not right. really sure if we can put it like that we can uh, unfold that as we as we speak but you know one of the things that i like that um you know, the the, it's one of the, the, not only the strongest elements with regards to Aries, but how it rules the head. And I like how you're saying, you know, that's what's going to be coming up uh, with this energy and everybody's affected by that Mars energy. You know, you don't have to just be a sun sign and Aries, you know, all of us who are going through this period will have a way to tap into that Mars energy right? and that fire sign and how you use it for what really just sort of not governs you within, but what it benefits you with that energy um, like it does with the first labor with Hercules.
1: Yeah. And you know, and that's, you bring up a good point because we really want to reiterate why we're doing this at the time we chose to do it because we're not in Aries yet. So I know right when astrologers see this posted, they're going to be a little confused. They're like, why did they post Aries in Pisces? And the reason why is this whole series is meant to be proactive so we can have a, forecast understanding of the energy that's going to be present in the next month. And so, you know, again, we're going to have deeper conversations about this first house and the sign of Aries prior to the commencements of Aries, right? right? As it kind of makes that move. And why this is so important to talk about this now is because it will give people a good understanding of the feeling they're in right now, because what we're speaking about really isn't the zeitgeist of the moment we're in because we're in Pisces right Right. now we're in the sign of dissolution.
0: Well, what I was going to say to you as we were, you were talking before we had record, um, which we always say we should record when we're not recording, but while we're in Pisces, for those who listen to this in the far future, um, while we're in this energy, it's nice to know that had we taken the step as our individuals or as the individuals who are listening would take the first step like Hercules does in this myth, it would be nice to know what would be coming with that energy if you were to take on this labor. You know what I mean? So it's kind of a nice way to be like, hey, if we were in that mindset, we were, which we're supposed to be in so many ways, the story of us as through the story of with the myth of Hercules, be nice to know what that energy is alluding to and how to use it during that time that you're going to demonstrate like how to apply yourself with that energy, you know?
1: Yeah, absolutely. And a hundred percent. And that's why we're going to try to get proactive. Um, But it's never as important to understand this as the time of Pisces, because Pisces can be the most confusing time. It's this internal rebirth, dissolution. I've, you know, it's almost been like a year since we've almost started doing the astrological readings. Right. I have less words to describe Pisces and the 12th house and the planet Neptune than I did when I started and that actually means that I know more about the sign of Pisces the planet Neptune in the 12th house because I can actually right. say less about it because it's beyond words and this is the time we're in this can be a confusing time this is a time that you need to really kind of go within we're not going to be as verbally kind of outgoing. Um, and, and it could change for you if you are a sun in Pisces and your Mercury's in retrograde. Sometimes this is like your this is your big time of the year. Okay, so it's all going to kind of depend on the independent birth chart. But majority of us kind of almost feel like our self hides from us at this time of the year. And we can't really find ourselves. We kind of want to go into a direction, but nothing's really kind of opening up the path. And that's what this is for. This is a gestation stage. This is, this is the womb that this Aries energy is going to be birthed out of. This is you digging that seed into the ground. And then Aries is that seed sprouting through and actually pushing through the ground for the light of day for this new birth. And so... This isn't a time period of of this like huge activity. This is more kind of like bringing everything inside, calibrating everything, kind of reflecting spiritually on all the aspects that we've kind of been through in this previous astrological year to kind of line up for that rebirth. And it really is Pisces can be a very confusing time for people. And a lot of people can experience maybe like seasonal depression around this time. Like you, you kind of lose that that Capricorn New Year's energy yeah. at this moment, you know, now all of a sudden the gym gets it's like, oh well it gets it's busier after work now. Now I'm have to sit in traffic and then I get there and I'm I'm not as energetic as I was. This is all about Pisces. We're supposed to kind of go within in this time and really and it's not so much our identity has left us, but what it does is our identity kind of retreats back into the consciousness and the womb of all life. And so if you think of it as like a yin-yang energy, your consciousness being like that yang energy that you can actually recognize, it kind of like retreats back to the yin energy for a greater birth, a birth that's going to be a a deeper design, um, a more beautiful pattern, but it can be very like lost in feeling at this time. And so through Pisces, we have to remember that this is a game of hide and seek, right? Right. God hides in everything, including me. And what we're going to want to get aware of is when we kick into Aries— God makes itself known a little bit more, right. and that impulse of the soul of the individual really kind of radiates. And so, again, that's what's so cool about this timeline that we kind of find ourselves in. And really, we're going to be looking with this episode and the, the episode that kind go of goes after the magician episode for the tarot is how do we be proactive? How do we utilize this time for the right energy so we can kind of utilize that hay energy, that hay fire energy to kind of get us in the direction that we want to head? Oh, that's awesome.
0: Yeah, again, what we're going to be doing here, intertwining these episodes with the Tarot and then with the labors of Hercules, but also that the astrological understandings of these energies and how to utilize them, you know, is going to be just a a great unfoldment between you and I that I really, you know, I can't wait. You know, there's a lot of, you know, uh, things that we're going to talk about, and I'm sure when we break down Aries more specifically, um, but you know why it's so strong. And, you know, why it's, you know, um, why it is the RAM, you know, and, right. and that RAM power that you want to have. But, you know, I like that you're talking about going within. I mean, it is important right now. In this time that we've uh, had, even when you and I in, this, in the real time, which is so interesting, um, through Pisces and through, um, you know, all these changes, you know, um, the new moon. With every, all these energies are shifting, you know, people feel it and understand that there's something something ahead, but it's good to sort of go in internally and look at that map and figure out which direction to really put this forth. And so, uh, yeah, let's, uh, do you want to get right into the first labor and kind of then bring out why these energies are important to understand during that first labor? Or
1: Yeah, let's do it. Let's kind of break down, if you want to give a little breakdown of the labor of Hercules and we'll kind of talk about it and then sure. kind of connect with the sign and kind of
0: these impulses that we're going to be seeing in All the right. story. So what I'll do here is I'll just read off from um, Alice Bailey's uh, PDF that I have downloaded, and you can download it as well. And it's it's really, really great, you know, especially to kind of understand where we're going to be going through this. And she did a wonderful job at sort of breaking down um, these energies herself. And so in regards to the the first labor, you know, we have, uh, it says here, in quote, the son of Mars, Diomedes of fiery fame, ruled in the land beyond the gate And there he raised the horses and mares of war. Upon the marshes of his land, wild were these horses, and fierce the Mars, and all men trembled at their sound, for they ravaged up and down the land, wrecking great damage, killing all the sons of men who crossed their path, and breeding steadily most wild and evil horses. And then it is said to capture these Mars... And stop the evil deeds was the command which fell upon the ears of Hercules. And so the the actual um, myth here, you know, talks about how, um, you know, Hercules goes about approaching this this labor, right? Right. And so let's kind of start there, you know, start where how he, he, he kind of prepares for this and also, you know, uses the aid of his friend, which the word still kind of slips away from me or daniel so pardon us on our greek mythology pronunciation but i was saying abderis or abderis and i was saying his friend <laughs> his friend so we'll just say Absolutely. for now uh hercules friend so so go yeah
1: ahead. no and that's perfect and this is and there's a, there's some interesting kind of connections to even how he starts this like when they open this first gate right. and he's given this first this first trial he leaves with a lot of enthusiasm, yes. right? And this is going to be huge because this is going to re- really kind of represent hope. And now hope is this actual divine essence that we need in spiritual unfoldment, right? We spoke about this, these last couple weeks of, you know, spirituality is really fun for the first 10 minutes, right. and then it gets challenging. And that's what we're kind of seeing here. And this is that newborn, new consciousness energy. Aries is all about learning through your own experience, Aries not, if somebody's got a lot of Aries energy in them, they can't really learn from other people's experiences. They kind of have to go head first at things mm-hmm. and learn from their own experiences. And that's what we're going to kind of learn about Hercules in this in this first journey, because he is, he's he's fired very, up, right? he's fired up. And again, think about not only when you came to life and to form and you you attached this energy, this Aries energy made you fired up about having life. And then later on when form started to um, kind of smell like the cube, it's starting to smell like, and we we're like, there's gotta be something more. And we started to look within and use that same kind of energy. There was excitement. There was excitement with the this discovery of spirituality, I right? See. The study of the, the discovery of the esoteric is exciting. And that's what we're, we're seeing this, this impulse and this excitement of life whether it's going outward or it's going inward yeah. right and so hercules takes off on this journey and he's and he's very excited and he does he brings his friend and and they do everything they're supposed to do he he tracks these mares mm-hmm. and again very funny the, the horse is always kind of represented as a symbol of the mind right right and we're going to kind of see that um and it's very important that they chose mares here because this is looking at the feminine aspect of your consciousness. Because these mares are are ravaging the city, and this is really looking at that that yin energy, the darkness. And what this is looking at is like kind of like a poisoned worldview, negative thought patterns. You know. Um, preconceived ideas and notions right. that kind of destroy us that are that are always kind of generating. So it's not even so much like the act of thoughts, it's the it's the stuff we give birth to. And that's why they're considered the mares, because that's what you have to nurture. You have to nurture what's actually giving birth to your ideas before you can even kind of continue on this path.
0: Right. I mean, if I may interrupt, like even in an old myth or an old folklore, the mare itself is, is that is that spirit you may have heard of before that sits on your chest as you try to sleep with ravaging you with like anxiety and and the blockage of what you need to get through in order to like be at ease, be at rest. And so you have to sort of go forth in this first labor after that sort of that blockage, that energy that's out there ravaging the land, right? Exactly. And it's a heavy energy, right? And it's not supposed
1: to be. The feminine is supposed to be kind of this, the finer substances that we kind of connect to. And so it can be this heavy, ravishing, destructive energy. And this is, this is the the poisoned worldview. This is right. why we see so much news, indoctrination, to get you scared, to get you fearing your neighbor, because it gives you this poisoned idea and it's it's an input processing output system you endpoint this garbage you're going to process garbage and then your output is going to be garbage exactly. and that's you know that's your manifestation that's your life and so this is the first thing we have to look at we have to look at the thought in this this energy of the mind and really kind of controlling that that active consciousness right, right. like we spoke about in that that first step of calcination and and this is what hercules is is kind of doing and again we we see there's a high that comes from it because initially in this he's very successful him and his friend they they hunt the mares down through a well organized plan. Yeah, and that's they have a good plan yeah and and that's the thing is people think like Aries runs head first into everything, no. and that's not they do run head first but they they also have a capacity to do well heading running head first into something like this was the kid on the playground that immediately got on the swings and jumped off him and didn't have to measure the distance. But landed perfectly to where like when I got on the swings after I saw that, I'm a little nervous. I do it and I like hit the ground and I roll like a a like a doofus, right? Because yeah. it I didn't have this Aries approach of life. Like they they do, they almost like land better. They they can like jump out of the window and like roll it off. Where like if I try to do that, it's like my arm's in a sling, you know? It's yeah. it's like that quick. And so this is what we're we're kind of seeing and so there's initial success to this journey for him. He goes, they, they capture the mares. And then this, this impulse that kind of takes over him. And he's like, all of a sudden he's just like, well, I captured these mares. Like it's beneath me to hold these mares. Like that's not for a hero. So he hands them off to his friend. And, and then we kind of learn what happens with his friend when he's holding it.
0: Yeah. His friend. ends up unfortunately not having the same amount of strength that Hercules does or our hero here does. And, um, you know, he he's attacked or he is killed by the by the mayor. So you know, right. he can't hold the energy uh like the way Hercules did. And Hercules underestimated that 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 process. I mean his friend as his side, like you said, they have a well executed plan and they captured the deep, but yes, it goes it feels like I like the way you put it beneath her our hero to like hold on to those. Right. You know, and this represents so many things of like
1: you know, this Aries is all kind of about the personal connection to this this God consciousness. So it's a very independent process. We don't know what some people are spiritually ready for. And what works for us and where we find glory is not where other people find glory. And that's a huge part about like looking at your natal chart because of a lot of us try to live the patterns of successful people before Mm -hmm. us, but that's not what our destiny is. And so that's always going to feel, you know, it's never going to feel right and it's never going to feel complete to us because we have our own unique destiny. And that's what this first sign is looking at too of, you know, even what works for you might not work for others, you know, in like you know, you know what you need um, through this process of uncovering, but you don't know exactly the path of somebody else. Now you can be here for spiritual support. You can be that warm energy and you could be the alchemist that helps fan their flames, but their journey is for them to go on, you know, and, and this is a tough thing for us, especially when we, when we think about um, mentorship, when we think about raising children, all these aspects, even like our romantic partnerships, sometimes we're we want to say what they should do, but we don't know what's best for them. It, it's kind of something they internally have to unfold. And then when they unfold that and they can express that pattern of what they want, that's when we align each other's patterns together. And that's when we can make like really strong relationships. But everybody's journey is kind of their own. And so that's kind of something that this is going to kind of represent and allude to. And then his friend is also going to kind of allude to the idea of the personality compared to the soul. Right. and this like awareness that he created to kind of um, capture these males, this was a power of the soul. The personality doesn't have the ability to kind of keep the attention focused on spiritual growth because the personality and the lower ego is going to got to be more fueled by the form rather than the liberation from the form. Does that well make said. sense? Yeah,
0: absolutely. No, that's great, man. I don't want to add anything else to that because, yeah, I mean, as as it, you know, As Hercules finds out that his, you know, it's his not necessarily his fault, but the way he underestimated the situation or what it called for, you know, he has to still be strucken by the loss of his friend, you know, which is why. uh, And when I'll quote again towards the end, the teacher looked him over with care and sent the horses to the place of peace. It says here that there, to tamed and broken to their task, the people of the land released from fear welcome and deliver, claiming Hercules a savior of the land. But Abderis is now dead, or Abderis, his friend. The teacher turns to Hercules and says, labor the first ended. Quote, the task is done, but badly done. Learn the true lesson of this task and then pass on to further service to your fellow men. Go forth into the country guarded by the second gate and find... And take the sacred bull into the holy place. And so I don't want to allude too much to the next labor, but there you kind of go and and it's what you're talking about, you know? Yes. How the teacher presents that to him. You know, you went head first and you completed the task, but maybe there was a few things that again might have been overlooked or could have been done uh, differently in order to take this energy all the way through and through successfully. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean?
1: Absolutely. And Be prepared on the path for even what we can't be prepared prepared for, for. you know, and that's, that's what this is looking and, and it is, he's grief stricken, um, but he is wiser. He's more humble after this experience of, of seeing how his personality cannot handle the construction of his soul.
0: Right. And, and so this is a good opportunity, I think for me, so I'm gonna take advantage I've just kind of going into this, um, maybe let's like t- talk a little bit about this Aries energy. I know you kind of already did, but you know, we're talking about how it rules or Mars is the ruling planet here. You know, we're talking about the symbolism. We're talking about the fiery energy, but like, let's sort of open up a, li- a little bit about that and what, what kind of been going through the heart of Aries in this like division between the mind and the spirit you know what i mean coming together
1: yeah absolutely and what we're what we're kind of seeing here is this the same impulse through different awareness and so this this aries impulse is wait just, can you
0: say that one more time this
1: the same energy through a different awareness yes. and that's what we're dealing with here and that's what's so unique with aries is because it's it's the same energy if it goes outward or if it comes inward and and that's what we're kind of looking at. And so it's the it's just the pushing through. So thinking about spring, the idea of like animals getting pushed through and like having birth. And this is why like a lot of animals breed during spring. Like this is when they have their, their youngin, right? And this is when a lot of plants are gonna break through. This is when flowers open up. This is the spring. This is the opening of life. What this represents to you is when you were traveling down the birth canal and you were breaking from darkness into light. And that moment, that you took that first breath that's what this is kind of representing that that moment that you broke through and took your first breath that's aries energy when you hold your like when you hold your breath underwater for a really long time that you feel like you're about to like it's almost all over and then you break out and you take that deep breath that's aries energy it's this pushing penetrating force of life it's the reason why we can't this is the reason why suicide is so difficult. Even if you're in like a state of like ultimate depression, it's very hard to physically take your own life. That's that Aries energy. That's, it's almost blocking that because this is what deity is using to see through you. This is how deity is, is evolving. And so it needs you to continue this evolution. Mm -hmm. And You know, that's the thing is it's like, the universe never gives you something that you can't handle. So even all these tough situations in our life, the, the universe is giving this to you because it needs you to learn, grow, and become wiser from this, right. but it never gives you something that you can't handle. And this is what that Aries energy kind of looks at. And so this truly is, this is just the, the breaking through a fire. Um, this is why like spring is always spring. You know, it's that energy of the year, and it, it's very noticeable, um, and it's it's noticeable in us, and we are correlated to these cycles, and we are co- correlated to these patterns, and so we too break from our seats and break through into consciousness into a new consciousness. And what we're going to utilize this year for is it no longer are we going to break through into the outer form, but we're going to turn it inside into this inner form, and this is this is really kind of a unique thing. And she brings this up. Um, this is, if like consciousness is this point, mm-hmm. this is how the one is created because the energy goes up and the energy goes down. Goes down and so that yeah. energy within us into the energy out. And so this is when the point becomes the one. And this is the beginning of form. This is, this is why that the point, this is why that's called a period. And this is why a period is what a feminine goes to, to create a line. This is what the, the esoteric significance of the right. word period is because it's signifying that dot that life branches from. Aries is the branching out and the sprouting of life. And you see this in people with Aries energy, whether it's their sun, their moon, their rising, or they they have like strong placements. This is what it's kind of indicating. Um, and everybody has energy in the first house. Um, now, your energy in your first house, and we'll kind of talk about the wheel. Your first house might not be ruled by yeah. Aries, but that first house belongs to Aries. So there's it's that first house kind of looks at your initial consciousness. And this is why I personally think in astrology, one of the most important things for you to find out is your ascendant or your rising sign. Because it kind of gives you your relationship to this energy, which is the energy of consciousness.
0: Makes perfect sense. No, I, I couldn't have said it better, you know what I mean? I mean, I know that we go back a little bit since we're not necessarily in that that transition, or we are in that transition right now, rather into Aries, what we were just experiencing with, you know, you're talking about planetary energies. And I just, you know, I I think it's always so great to touch on what's really going on to each individual in this wheel that we're going to be, you know, opening up through the tarot and through, or the tarot rather, and through um, the 12 labors of Hercules. Because like even before we get into the the first labor, before we we were even, you know, discussing how we were going to open this up and do a little precursor on Aries, you know, you have this like this energy from was it like Jupiter, and to with with Pisces and how everyone's been feeling sort of uneasy. I mean, can you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, and understand. so yeah, so people are like, well, what are you talking about? Like, I don't feel this energy yet, but I'm like, yeah, but let's. What's the energy you've been feeling right now? In right. order to prepare you to go within even Absolutely. more and come out with that, again, that direction of energy into something positive you right. know, um, for yourself and for the world for that sake. But yeah, it hasn't been easy in the last like few weeks. I mean, for whether sure. it's through the news and the media or what's happening in real time to what's happening as an energy, there's no coincidence on why the energies are being mixed like that during this like vulnerability in Pisces with like this Jupiter energy. Or would be
1: Neptune. So Neptune Neptune. would be, yeah, Neptune would be um, Pisces. Pisces. Jupiter is going to be Sagittarius. Jupiter's a good time. That's like Christmas parties. You know what I mean? And then Capricorn is going to be Saturn. Right, right. And then Aquarius is going to be Uranus. But Pisces is Neptune. Neptune is a very interesting planet. Neptune is the planet of dissolution, but it's also the planet of illusion. And Neptune will put stuff in front of our minds that aren't there. This is, if you wherever Neptune is, like whatever house Neptune kind of falls in, you want to be aware of, do I clearly see this house of life? You know, if Neptune is in your seventh house of one-on-one relationships... You're going to need to kind of take every all the stuff you notice in that house with maybe a grain of salt, because there might be some really big truth there that's needed for your transformation, but there could also be some illusion there.
0: So and, do you think this where that blockage of the mirrors come in with sitting on on the individual's um, ability to see through like a better and more peaceful? Well, time? it's not clear. It's Our not eyes clear, aren't exactly. open.
1: Our eyes are closed. This is this is the gestation period, you know, and you're picking up stuff in this period just like you were when you were a baby picking up energy from the womb Like there was that we've talked about it before but there was that cool case study not a cool case study because it was a terrible experience that these people went through but during world war ii and some of these blockade eastern european countries they all of the children that were kind of being in gestation at that time 30 to 40 years later were were very overweight. And this is a part of Eastern Europe that they're very healthy. They eat kind of their cultural diet. So there's not like new stuff coming in where it could be like, you know, where it's just like, oh, they're going to a lot of like fat. It's not that kind of right. influence. And they were trying to figure out why is this one generation? Why did they really not, not release their calories? And it's because when they were in the womb, they were in a blockade and their mothers and their fathers were starving. And so this baby in this gestation period is picking up energy through the umbilical cord of its mother. And it's saying, Hey, this is a cold, scary place out here and food is scarce. So it codes the baby to have its DNA to really hold on to calories. And so it's going to actually hold on to any kind of cycle of energy that comes in and it's going to store it because the baby's like, I don't know when your next meal is going to come. Right. And so, when we're in this page page, we're like not in this this space of really out and doing stuff, but we're gestating what the world is like, so we have the proper direction. And that doesn't mean that we, you know, we have to view this world as like it's starving, but it's more of like reorientating yourself so you understand really the zeitgeist of the moment of how we need to approach this situation because, like. Either way, depending on where you fall with anything right now, like life is different than it was four years ago. not every not every opportunity is there, and there's a lot of opportunities that weren't there. you know so it's kind of this unique unfoldment, and so that's what we kind of find is this in this Pisces gestation period. that's where we are We're, we're kind of in this womb of our, our rebirth, and if we continue this pattern and we can start this cycle from this esoteric perspective of taking this Aries energy aware from the awareness of form and to more of the awareness from the liberation of form. Right. We're going to approach this 12th sign in this 12th labor of Hercules when we enter Pisces next year in a much different fashion than we ever have before, we're gonna be really giving our spiritual rebirth. And this is like the crowning of the true Christ. That's what really kind of happens in this Pisces. I mean, it will, and we'll have a deeper rebirth for another awakening in Aries, but jumping up octaves, right? Aries is gonna kind of get us excited with form and pull us into form. This is this whole stage in the spiritual de- de- development from the exoteric. The exoteric is going to be the attraction to form. The esoteric is going to be attracting, the, taking that attention and, and putting it towards the, the releasing of form and kind of the reorientation of the self, the repolarization of the self, right? Looking at all this, this inner energy. So, really taking this, this RAM energy of like going forward right. um, and taking it within. And, like, when you think about, like, even historical figures and, like, you know, cultural item figures, when you think about fire here, we're not really thinking of, like, Alexander the Great, which would be, like, a great leader. That's going to come more in Leo. This is straight, like, Rambo. Like, Lone Wolf. Like, like Aries is, like, they got the bandana and they tie it themselves. And you're, like, wait, we got reinforcements. It's, like, reinforcements are for suckers, you know? And then they just, like, run into the place <laughs> and they just take care of business. And that's truly really what Aries can do. Yeah. like. They're yeah. interesting, like seeing an Aries in like a UFC ring. Like it doesn't matter how much I would train. Like that Aries is just going to be a little fast, and it's just going to be a little bit more instinctive. Yeah, like there's got got no failure. It's like, you,
0: you know, just go for it. Go
1: for it. Yeah, and and again, they do they because they don't have that that ability to second guess themselves. They can like roll out of something easier than so they they know how to fall correctly. Like you even see it in like downhill skier, skiers sometimes where. They're like falling and you're like, oh my gosh, they're dead. And the person's like, no, they're not dead. They actually know how to fall. And they're just like giving into it. Aries can kind of do this a little bit more where like your Virgo is going to be like analyzing like, is my arm right? And then it breaks its arm. It's like, nope, it wasn't. And then it just keeps rolling, you know? So there's cool energy that comes from this. But just like putting your hand on the stove, what Aries also represents is that impulse. And one of the big things we have to be aware of with this Aries energy is how many times has it you've been such a good person, and it's that one little impulse that can ruin a relationship, that can ruin a friendship. And it's that it's that knee-jerk feeling. And And this is important. For some people, they have a lot more of this where they like almost, before they can think, the words kind of come out. Um, and now this could be good for like comedians and stuff like this, but this could also be damaging to your relationships. Um, and so this Aries energy really kind of makes us kind of Understand that there's certain impulses that we always need to react on, and that's like survival and, you know, spiritual development impulses. But a lot of stuff, it's just to get something into our attention, but we don't have to act on everything that Aries presents us. And that's where Aries can get in trouble when they act on every impulse. It's more of a filtration process. And for certain people, it's going to be easier to kind of filter this and send it through, but... You know, very rarely do we need to act, like, again, in moments of survival, we need to act on our impulse, but the problem is is that's physical survival and spiritual survival. It's not ego survival, and that's where this Aries energy is going to really pull us down to form, is when we have these... Ego survival impulses that come out of us. And this is when we feel like our pride has been, you know, discouraged, or we, this is when somebody's underestimated us or took something over from us, or we just say something that bothers us about something. Right. This is that impulse, you know, and so. This is a really powerful thing because everybody's gonna kind of go through this at one point in their life, like speaking before they meant to say something or saying something at the wrong time and again, some people this is like a big pattern in their life, and they're like really have to work on it and then sometimes it it just comes out every now and then, but it's something we have to be aware of, and we also have to be aware of it for the people in our community like this is something if somebody says something out of impulse, we understand that that happens to us sometimes, and we should be understanding if they're truly apologetic and they're like, hey, I don't know why I said that, like, open up. Now, if it keeps happening, you can maybe create space there, but we have to be, there's there's this big process in here is to be more understanding and more forgiving. And that's also why you learn the zodiac. So you can learn about these energies that aren't present in you as much. And it doesn't, it doesn't like, you know, give them an excuse to do that energy, but we start to see it from a much healthier um, perspective.
0: Does that make sense? Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think this is great how we're touching on this energy and, and, you know, how it can be applicable to the growth of not just those around you, but, you know, what's going on within you, you know, especially with that impulse, because like you said, it's important to know that not everyone's going to run with this impulse in the same way that maybe others and, and some might have to learn the lesson and take a little longer to get there versus others will know how to internalize this and, you know, not necessarily make the mistake during during this uh, process of this of this unfoldment within, you know, this the signs and and what's happening with this energy. You know, right. I think it's it's awesome. And I at least I, I really appreciate you explaining this because again, when I when I liked reading everything in regards to the labor and how much is said with the astrological connotations and connections that go within this first house, within this first um uh, sign of the Zodiac that's taking, or this, sorry, this first labor that he's, that, um, that um, Hercules is is taking on, it's important to understand that it's just like what we're trying to do with ourselves in this life, you know?
1: Absolutely. So no, I think that's, I think that's perfect. And and I got a little quote from this, and this is going to be hard for me because I just taught myself how to read this morning. So this might be a little rough, but I see right here, it goes, in this sign starts the path on which form is taken and dominates. On it, likewise, begins the life of inner unfoldment and the domination of the soul or the subjective being. Reorganization, reorientation, repolarizing, and regeneration are the characteristics of this stage. And all of them are expressions of the same life force. Yes. Um, Using that mental attention, right? And it's the same attention that was pulled to the external that we're now going to kind of pull to the internal. And when we kind of think about that point, right, and that yeah. period that life kind of comes from, and we see it as this energy from the inward to the outward, which is so cool. Here is it kind of breaks out, and what that's going to kind of start to form is—is is I'm, I'm being really Italian right now and talking to my hands, so I'm sorry you guys can't see it. But that point and these going in two different directions, what this is going to do is kind of start forming a circle. That's what the continuation of it is. So this. Outward energy is going to go out, and that's understanding the universe on the outside. And then the inward energy is going to go within, and that's Mm -hmm. like the internal aspect of this. And they, they kind of go away apart from each other, but when this journey completes in Pisces, those two are going to meet. Right. The external and in, in the internal are going to meet, and so again, this this process of Aries isn't supposed to find the solution. It's the start of the solution. Right. You know, it's that it's that breaking free. It's the it's the seed kind of breaking out of that, and it really does that kind of completion. So to kind of think of that exercise of like a dot, and then those the energies kind of being pulled to the north to the south and ending and creating that one is really the start of that those two arcs that kind of represents the circle which yeah, awesome. is so
0: cool right yeah i know i love uh, to quote her i love it says aries is the sign of outgoing power yes and of the streaming forth of divine energy from the central deity god or from the human being a son of god this energy streams forth in two directions thus the point becomes the line the one becomes the first which is exactly what we're saying it w- streams forth into the world of forms and also into the world of being of spirit quote I just love what you're saying it's exactly that so you are amazing
1: you are amazing (laughs) no but this document and this is again this is we have to be so thankful for the the shoulders of the giants that we stand on Seriously. to study this esoteric material. Cause again, the the labor of Hercules is like one page. It's not that long. And mm-hmm. it's you know, you kind of have to read into it, and that's the process that we're kind of going through. But it is this 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 initial this initial stage is, is very, very interesting. And so we talk about these impulses that kind of come with Aries. And so this first and Aries is Aries is the sign of the ram. But you also hear it as the sign of the lamb. Mm. And this recognizes that this is the sacrifice that we all have to kind of meet. We at one point we stop being the ram and being head first, right? And the, how does the ram kind of meet people? They bout their heads together, right? And and Aries people can be a little bit more aggressive um, and combative. But again, you need that in society, right? You don't always just need somebody like just chilling on the outside. We need right. trailblazers, right? These are these are those kind of individuals. And so this Aries is all about impulse, right? There's going to be certain ones that are about desire, certain ones that are going to be about patterns, certain ones that are going to be about balance. Aries is all about impulse and that natural impulse. And we kind of talked about that impulse for survival. But the first is, is just that that impulse, the urge to begin, right? And this kind of represents that Aries energy. And what happens is we take that Aries energy and then which is just the beginning of life and this is us right. just approaching life as a child right and kind of going out there and experiencing the world but this is also the urge to to again kind of pull ourselves out of this this five stuck this five sense reality mm-hmm. and pull ourselves out of matter and so that's what the lamb is going to represent it's the sacrificing the personal ego to kind of collect to the collective ego. It's the sacrifice of doing my work and doing the great work. And that's, what's so interesting because Aries is this personal sign that you're really kind of pulling into your own awareness. But if you're not fully understood about who you are, you can't help others, right? you know? And that's, what's so cool about this labor is you know, even just pulling your friend on that wasn't ready for this or trying to put this on this personality, you lost something in it, but you gain something from it. And so this is, this is what we're going to kind of see from. It's this really this, it represents this birth into material life, but it also represents the escape from this material life. And it's this repolarization of this energy. Um, And this calls on us like when we have to kind of go on our spiritual, this is our spiritual awakening, right? Yeah and yeah. So, yeah and so um but yeah you know just that just that aspect of you know matter and form and we've talked about it how um elusive and seductive form is like seductive truly is like this beautiful like woman you know even whether you're attracted to women or not you know what a beautiful woman and same thing with a man like a beautiful man like form has that ability to kind of hypnotize us. And you know that, like when you see something beautiful, it has this ability to kind of hypnotize us. And form does that. And what this is, is kind of the re-waking up. And Aries just represents the coming online from when we came online in this physical body, like that first time we wiggled our fingers, to where we come online, maybe in like a dive bar in college, when you're like, you're about to throw up on the outside because you've drank too much. And you're like, this can't be what life is all about. And you're like, I'm, I'm gonna be aware of something different starting tomorrow right and then you wake up with a hangover and a headache but then when that hangover you like fades away you're like hey I'm not going out tonight i'm gonna yeah, I'm gonna do something a real different and perspective exactly to go on to the next you know and this is you think about this too, because it's like easy to see sometimes these negative thought patterns, right? And this is why hope is so important because like in these moments of power, when you kind of like activate this Aries, you can see like a negative thought pattern like depression or low self-confidence and you'd be like, oh, I like bid you adieu. You're like, return to sender, return them back to the archons. Well, what's going to happen is they're going to come back faster. It's like those mares. You get like all confident, and you're like, "I got rid of all my, you know, my negative thought patterns." And then what happens is they they trample your personality, they they trample your friendships. Maybe because these impulses come out and they destroy them, and we kind of like always kind of rebrought back to this energy. And so, you know, there's there's a lot of power in this force, and in the best way to kind of not so much the eagerness is good, but it's really the hope of being able to. To kind of fulfill this destiny and kind of continue and finalize this wheel that we're just kind of starting on this journey.
0: Well said. Yeah, hope being the key to start the journey with uh, right out of the gate. You know, there is that impulse, but there's also the internal understanding of what the hope will do with that impulse. What you are really wanting to manifest out of that um, is, is a key component to the first of the, of the journey of the Zodiac here, right? You know, the 12 labors and the 12 zodiacs. So my guy, man, it's nice to have you here, dude, because you know, again, it's been, we've, we've had a a pretty big gap here with, you know, building up how we were going to do these episodes intertwining with the tarot. So I'm just like, I'm so excited as, as we unfold um, all of this, in real time with the energies that are really interacting within all of us differently. Right. At least they're interacting within all of us, you know?
1: Yeah. And and again, too, you know, like we're, we're talking about the, the, the the solar cycle of this right now when we're talking about Aries, but like, you know, there's Aries new moons at all point in the month, the moon's going to be in Aries for two and a half days. And so this comes up in so many cycles and patterns. And one of the good things too, when we're, we're starting to approach astrology and it's our, you know it's kind of our hope that we almost give like a almost like a free astrology school through all these like our hope is that you have such a good understanding at this that you'll be able to maybe even take this in a direction of just either self unfoldment or whatever but we're really going to kind of try to kind of break down break down this energy of um like all of these all of these kind of these planets and and kind of what's kind of happening within us. And so um improvements through the journey. Improvements through the journey, you know, and and how important it is to you know you I have so many great conversations with people and they like jump into astrology and they're like, "Oh, I want to know all about Chiron and like the nodes of my moon." And you're like, "Yeah, that's the deep stuff. Like you're getting really good, but like if you don't understand the cycles of the moon and how it affects you, Chiron's going to laugh at you. Pluto's going to laugh at you. They're going to be like what are you doing? Go meet your mother. Go meet your father, which is the sun. Like, don't come to like the outer relatives, which are these like comet asteroid hybrids that are in space. Like, yeah, are we affecting your energy? Of course, but you're never going to be able to approach me if you don't even take the classical planets first. You know, like even in the astrological readings, we we look at the outer planets, which is like Neptune, Uranus, and Pluto, because um, they're very important. But like, even before you get there. You gotta focus on what comes closest, like right. which is that sun, the moon, you know, your your own elements that are resonating on earth, you know. A lot of people I talk to and I'm looking they might know a lot about their astrological signs, but they don't really understand the earth elements. And like, you're formed from the clay. You gotta know the clay. Yeah, you know, know? it's thing. so important. Yeah. And so it's just a it's a really cool, cool kind of energy and you know, one of the things that I, before we kind of, um, as we're kind of closing, at least this first conversation of Aries a little bit down is, is this understanding of the the esoteric ruler of 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 Aries being Mercury, and that's truly what needs to take over here is communication, and this is going to go really beautifully into the next tarot card that yes. we're doing, which is the Magician, and that's all about Mercury. How do we reorientate this intention to? More to go head first into the journey of the self with hope, courage, and almost be our own internal Rambo. You know, going into those demons of our patterns as a child and the relationships we had as a child, looking at the cycles and patterns of us as an adult. Um, these are scary, dark places of the zodiac. Taking on this Aries energy and going in it with, like, you know, just yourself. Well, this is really important. So we always, there's wherever Aries falls in your chart you need to be a little bit of a trailblazer. You need to be able to be a little bit self-sacrificing there, but also it's an area of rebirth for you. That's what Aries always wants to do. Mm -hmm. It's that
0: new fire
1: energy to kind kind of take on the world.
0: Absolutely. Yeah, I think it's imperative to, to talk about that since it's going to be unfolding within our own, you know, worlds, you know, you and I have taken different paths and we're doing this full time now. So it's hats off to that, my guy, it's pretty amazing. Um, so again, without having to go with no direction and only impulse, you know, we've both gonna internalize a lot of this and, uh, and reapply it to what's coming to the future. So Right. You know, um, anything else you want to get into before we close this out?
1: You know, man, I think just to really talk about how Aries is either this, this movement into form or this liberation. And it truly is the emergence of the soul from the prison of this form of, of nature. And, you know, and how we can kind of really take away from our lower nature, nature and attach this awareness to this highest aspect right. of ourselves, you know, and, and that's what this this sign is really looking at. And we've gone through so many cycles of you know recognizing ourselves through form, through the things we have, and you right. know, and that's important. This ability to create that comes in Aries as well. You know, it's not just this breaking through of consciousness, but also the ability to create and call something your own. That's something that's very Aries, and that's that's important. Um, just like you call you, and this is also the the aspect of gaining control of your soul. And maybe that's really what this is. It's this it's this pull to that attention. Of the soul um, you know and, and think about that impulse of life and how important it is and how it's really trying to guide you and we and this Aries isn't so much to act on all these impulses in yes. certain times we do you know in certain times of survival or like you have a bad feeling about somebody doing something you could tell them like right there you don't want to hold that and then like your intuition was right like when we had some of these Aries impulses act on it but again not every action is going to always have the same outcome that needs to be done so we need to kind of be aware of that and, and understand how that how that's going to kind of play a role with us and not all impulses need to be acted on some need to be sat with some maybe it's just trying to kind of help our direction and some might be negative thought patterns some might be program themes from you know institutions indoctrinations. One of the big things we kind of want to do in this stage is evaluate what are my thoughts and what are not my thoughts. And I can tell you any thought that's about you hurting yourself, that's not you. That's your lower ego, but that's not your higher ego. Your higher ego has no intention and no desire to ever hurt itself. It needs, it was, it's here on the ultimate the ultimate goal of everything, which is the evolution of God. So it would never, your higher self would never underestimate, undermine that journey and that process. And so things like depression, things like suicide, these are not your thoughts. These are things that we utilize as Aries. We sacrifice these ideas with the lamb to give us the ram and the direction towards this kind of spiritual growth. So, you know, sometimes you kind of have to
0: go into the subconscious with a little bit of like a shotgun,
1: right? you know, a shotgun and a flashlight is how some people say it. And I hey, really you have like to that. go
0: through the, through the darkness in order to find the light. We talk about this with, you know, in alchemy and finding the true gold, you yes. know? you're going to go through this, this period of just refiltration and going through this dark period, but you not, you're not, that's not where it ends. And that's not where, you know, it, it ever needs to be right. um, stuck into, you know, and I think we do that a lot to ourselves and that impulse energy wants to Maybe propel us out of there, but be strategic on how you want to exit out, Yeah, you know, because yeah, you do have your tools with you to get through that darkness, but you don't want to go shooting that gun in the dark for no reason. And you plus, know? yeah.
1: And when you get in there, it's not a shooting, it's an incorporating, right? right. Like we can, we, we go in there thinking that, oh, I got to take care of it, but everything it's it's a Rubik's cube. It's all reorientation, right? It's a reorientation of this energy. And and again, you know, that was probably a, not the best symbolism to give there, but it's a good just to kind of get us that excitement and kind of that bravery to go into these yeah. these scary places cuz there is nothing scarier than your probably your subconscious, right. you know, and especially when you keep doing that process and you're connecting into the collective unconsciousness with like that anima animus energy. There's there's definitely bravery that's called upon there. Um But who better to do it than you?
0: Exactly. You know what I mean? The beautiful beings that listen to this and the beautiful beings who don't, but all of us through the same, you know, path we have to, we have to get to is, is just an honor to be, you know, there with you. Absolutely. In this, in this, um... In this journey that, you know, we keep unfolding, whether it's through the Tarot and the labors of Hercules that we'll be discussing, you know, I'm just so honored to be able to do this with every every one of you that um, are out there. So, um, yeah, my guy. Yeah. You're just on fire today, man. You're I on fire it. today, no, my guy. We no. just haven't
1: seen each other in way too long.
0: There's just so much, you know, and, and the examples that I, I had even in mind, I just like didn't even need to bring up because, you know, the way you covered everything, I think it was really great, but also what it's leading up to is what's, you know, um, continuously exciting, you know, on, on, on this, um, finalization of season two and then into season three. So absolutely. Yeah. Um, cool. Well, shout out to all our patron members. Um, now that we are full time, you know, we, we appreciate everything you do for the podcast and all the things that we're trying to bring to the surface with the network, uh, that Daniel and I have here together. Um, you know, it wouldn't be it wouldn't be possible without you know all you great uh, individuals. Your feedback uh, is imperative, you know, and also again your interest. And I love how inquisitive everyone is. I have, I promise, I have like at least ten responses right now that I'm editing out, making sure that I can have a. Um, a clear statement on what you're asking, and again, it's just only one of the two of us answering at times, and sometimes it's Daniel. And Daniel's very preoccupied as well with you know the astrological reading So if you haven't had a chance to do a natal chart reading with Daniel, I highly recommend it because even for, I have the privilege of asking him anything I want to in regards to even the topics that are coming up on the podcast or stuff that we've brought up previously. Because again, I'm just a baby when it comes to astrology, as you can tell. I have millions of questions, and I'm going to get a lot of things. Uh, wrong, but like the fool, I, I'm going in, you know, foolheartedly and uh and wanting to to understand what what this all really means um you know less aggressively and more, you know, as a, a jovial approach to to something I don't really um know too much about in this subject, you know, so
1: Absolutely no, and I'm blushing. Thank you so much for that. And you know, and two with that connection with the patron, um, patron members. If you're not aware either, there's a there's a thirty percent coupon on the patron account for natal charts and um, alchemical counseling. So I think the the chart is usually a hundred, and it goes down to seventy. So if you're interested in getting a natal chart done, you can you can almost get the patronage for free if you do like a natal chart reading and like one alchemical, it, like it pays for itself. And so if you're on Patreon and we haven't kind of utilized that, please, it's a, it's a cool opportunity. I promise you uh, there's nobody in the industry that's doing natal charts for $70. And I love it that way because it gives the ability to kind of connect with each and every one of right. you. Um, so obviously it's my favorite thing in the world to connect to you guys on this, on this one-to-one level. And also somebody was asking if they can share that promo code um, from the patron with friends and families um, you can share it with friends, families, people you meet on the bus, you can make it on little pieces of paper and make it rain at a concert, absolutely anybody can use that promo code. And if you're ever in a financial situation and you really want to do the Natal chart reading, please reach out either on Instagram. We can always we can always make something work and yeah, it's more important to get this information than not, but you know, this is what's kind of cool about this this little program of the 12 labors because We'll give you all this information to kind of help kind of um, navigate this and circumvent this your,
0: your own way. Right. Which is so important. So freaking love you, man. I love you too, man. Uh, Last thing uh, I will be doing some uh, Patreon responses. So keep up for that. So I'm going to be definitely with Daniel doing some reading on, on the Patreon account. What were we gonna say, guy?
1: Do you I know we wanted to talk about doing like a patron mailbag like once a month? Yeah, you know exactly. and is
0: that what you're thinking about talking yeah, about Yeah, there's a lot of questions that come our way and again the 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 answers as we type them up or there's there's just an endless amount of of information that i want to discuss with each and every one of you whenever you reach out even if it's just to say thank you i want to say thank you right back to you so one of the things i'm going to be doing um you know with daniel or without is you'll find me on the patreon account there once a month just reading back some questions you might have some you know answering your your questions there on record and uh just give you my perspective or Daniel's perspective.
1: Yeah. And we can do that completely anonymous. Um, and you know, if we could get something going where people are sending in those questions, because again, the question you have, it's, it's almost your duty to ask that question because there's other people in that room that have that same question. And that was like something I talked to as a school yeah. teacher, you know, I was always just like, Hey, if you have a question about something I'm talking about, like you don't understand how much you benefited the other person who one, maybe didn't know they had that question and they did, or two were maybe just too scared or, they didn't feel in the right space to be able to act upon that to ask that. And so we can keep that anonymous. I would love to kind of keep that as a program. We could maybe figure out how to do this on like some sort of live thing. So it would be like live, which would be
0: cool. We played a little bit with discord and that was great. So we could do that on discord. um, Maybe have some people just log into discord. Um,
1: We could do like a discord channel. And again, we, we just have to learn more about these things. We're just, Eduardo and I are like, do you have an AOL screen name? Like, how do we get a, do we aim instant
0: message? and people Daniel's like, AOL screen name when we were growing up, can I tell them what it was? Yeah, which one? It was Leche con carne. <laughs> it was my favorite because like, we were friends in like eighth grade and I'm like, hey man, how can I reach out to you? And you're like, oh, I'll reach out to you. And then I was like, oh, here's my AOL. And mine was just like, you know, just like my you name. Were, no,
1: remember you had Gemini eighty seven. Oh, it at, was Gemini eighty seven. You, how did you get that? I don't like, know. Only one Gemini in nineteen eighty seven could have got that could've as an AOL came, and that, that, that was, was yours, mine. Gemini yep. eighty seven. I'll never forget that. Yeah. Yours was so
0: much more epic <laughs> than mine, man. <laughs> I was just, that was my my thing for for so much, for so much time. God, of just yeah, the memories. But yeah, let you come. You're like, I'll I'll, <laughs> I'll reach out, and like, and I'm like, I just moved back from Mexico, and I'm sitting there. And I still have friends from Mexico that are messaging me. So some stuff is in Espanol. Some of it is in English. And then it's like, hey, man, today in you know English class, da, 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 I remember. And it's like, Leche con carne says. I'm like, who? And I just thought you were a genius. I was like, this is the funniest. I can't stop laughing. <laughs> the best, but I don't man. know how to express it to anyone else other than yeah. like, just in my thoughts. I'm like, this, is, fu- yeah, this well, is so funny. You
1: know, that was a No Use for a Name album. That's One right. of those punk bands. Yeah, and the they were AMB. I love that band. That was a great band. Oh, Rest in peace, the lead singer of that band. Oh, I didn't uh, passed. Yeah. A couple of years ago. Really good. Really cool band, man. Um we were blessed to to get some really cool vibrations of younger individuals who um, you know, took time to talk to us and connect with us. And yeah, it's that's true. Yeah. You know, I wonder how important all those like little meet togethers we were. Like even like Fletcher
0: from Pennywise, like I'm still cooler in life because I met Fletcher from Penny I Boys. just told uh, my wife that story on how I had a—I used to sometimes carry a pick— with me in my pocket when we'd go to these concerts and i would if i was lucky i could ask someone to autograph it and fletcher if you don't know fletcher is the lead guitar player for a band uh, out of hermosa beach called pennywise we love pennywise and uh he's huge i mean he's like he kind of looks like uh um what's his name haggard like yeah. just sort of like big old he's like six eight yeah he was huge big. Yeah. and i hand him a pick and i'm like hey can you autograph this for me and he's like you want me to autograph that he's like that's i don't know what i would do just put like a letter and he just reaches in his pocket and pulls out a baggie full of pics he's like i just wrote the new album with these he's like you can just have them and i was like oh my god (laughs) and i still have those so oh it's funny because i'm telling my wife this story and much like probably some of the listeners listening to this she was just like what right (laughs) So I'm to like go wise. and show her the band was, and it just wasn't as exciting after it unfolded. So, mm-hmm. anyways, we digress, right? But we it's good sure, to see you.
1: we were like, we'll end this, and then like ten minutes later, we're yeah, like, yeah. yeah. But no, awesome, man. Well, so good to see
0: you. you so too, good man. to connect to everybody. I can't wait to go on to uh, the following weeks. Again, we're we're preparing the schedule. We've been doing a lot of traveling. We've been doing a lot of updates. You've been very patient with us. I've been very patient with me. I'm still going through it. You're still going through it. It's just all unfolding. And yeah. I think it's just, it, it's a testament to everything we're actually discussing throughout the series of the 12 labors. And I'm just, the, the 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 excitement of how it's parallel, even when we did alchemy and what was going through our lives back then, it's just one of the most um, very evident of like what we're studying and what we're going through uh, right now, how it lends itself mm-hmm. Through our life lessons and through the listeners' lessons of their own life, how this all kind of unfolds a little easier, hopefully, for everyone who's listening. So
1: And the more we look at it, the more it turns into like almost like pure comedy of the synchronicities. Of oh yeah. everything plays together. Absolutely, and, man. Yeah. So no, it's it's just such a blessing, such an honor. Um so I guess until next time. Until next time.